0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Why, hello, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo, East Coast Housewives. I am your main bitch, Kim, and happy dismal Thursday. I don't know where Yin's guys are, but I have to say Pittsburgh is pretty dismal. It's raining. It's overcast. You know, the fun things. You know, Chicago has that too. So I would assume maybe the weather is like that there. Also, hashtag shout out to you, Chicago. I miss you so much. But yes, Yin's guys, I hope it's sunny and beautiful where you are. And if not... Yin's guys are all beautiful, so the sun comes out anyways. Yes, did you like that there? That was so Annie inspired. The sun will come out tomorrow. You're welcome. Ooh. Now Yin's guys, a lot of stuff going on. What the Bravo? you yes. We're gonna do that first. Let me tell you some things that I have discovered, which might be old news to Yin's guys, but you know, I just like to refresh the memory here. Obviously, the biggest thing. Miss Jennifer, Mrs. Jennifer Shaw, Mrs. Coach Shaw. The verdict is in. The sentencing has happened. And I think, was it, was it January 6th or something? I can't even remember. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Six and a half years, baby. She is going to spend six and a half years in the slammer. Or as what other people would say, the clink. Six and a half years. Now, I'm slightly shocked by the amount of time Everyone was in talks of saying, oh, it's going to be, first off, I think it was like 30 years, and then it was 20 some years, and then it went down to 11 years, and now it went to six and a half years. So she's going to be six and a half years in the clink, and um, oh, that season finale last night, oh my gosh, I thought it was amazing. I know that a lot of people were disappointed with this season of Salt Lake, but I'm sorry. I disagree with Yin's guys who ever think that because I think Salt Lake City carried the Housewives franchises all around. I thought they were amazing. They brought so much shit. I mean, yes, we all knew the storyline of Jen Shaw, duh, but seeing it go on film the way that it could only go as far as like legal shit and stuff. To me, it was much more interesting than the Erica drama. So I thought it was amazing and the whole, like, I still want to know who gave Heather that black eye. Was she? Did she get it from someone? Did she fall? I want to know. And quite frankly, I know that no one else gives a shit on Instagram and shit and whatnot. I'm not saying everyone but I've been reading a lot of people being sick and tired of it guess what this bitch me I'm not sick and tired of it I want to know what happened I want to know the status first of all of uh let me see let me see her name is oh Heather Gay I want to know where her book is I would read that I would totally read that what's the status of her and Whitney's relationship obviously it said at the end of the episode that they're having problems okay whatever I just want to know The reunion is going to be good. It's not going to be great because Jen isn't going to be there, right? But here's my thoughts. I was telling this to my mom last night, and I feel, I feel after she gets out, what could potentially happen. I mean, if Bravo is still a huge thing and everyone still loves the housewives and all that stuff, right? Because things come and go as far as a trend. Bravo is super trendy right now with the housewives and all this kind of shit. Yay. Love it. Thank you. But is it going to last six and a half years from now? We don't know. We hope so. But I feel like whenever Jen gets out, I feel like she will try to go either to Bravo or some other network and she will want to just tell us everything because she'll legally be allowed to do that and she won't give a shit. Maybe. Maybe she will. But I think she'll really do like a tell all. Like if she doesn't do a tell all book like uh, Heather is doing. I feel like she'll do like a tell-all episode or series or something. And you know what? I would tune into it. And it is fucked up. Thousand percent of what she did is fucked up. And she knew what she did or else she wouldn't be uh, sentenced to six and a half years. Like, dude, first of all, I didn't think, and maybe call me an asshole for this, I didn't think that she was that smart with the uh, tech savviness and all that kind of stuff to like pull something like this off. Was she really blindsided by Stewart? She says yes, but do you believe her? I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't think that she had it in her as far as like the tech savvy smarts to do that. Damn. But we also have to remember, Jen really does carry the show Uh, of Salt Lake City, even though a lot of people think Lisa Barlow does. I think Lisa Barlow just does a bunch of shit that people love. She's like a Kathy Hilton to me. Everyone loves her. But what does she really bring to the table other than going to Wendy's and Taco Bell and singing away in a manger? Okay, good for you. Cool. But the drama on who carries it is obviously Jen. Now, did the whole crime, criminal, money laundering thing help? Of course. Of course. But I do feel like I think I said this before Jen is a likable character on the show. She's crazy as fuck, but she is a likable person, and I think that's why people are drawn to her. But she did some fucked up shit, and now she's going to jail, which rightfully so. You reap what you sow. Yes. Now let me see here. Other what the Bravo news? Because obviously that was the biggest one. Y'all's indeed. Now da-da-da-da-da. ooh ooh, saw this. Okay. Instagram handle, okay, so this could be a bunch of shit. It could be uh, just talks and just uh, rumor mill, word on the street. But Instagram handle, all about TRH, which is really all about the housewives. Now, the Instagram handle put on a post and it says, let me see here. The subject, it had to have been like an email, some type of message, whatever. And it says, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City being put on a pause. What? What? And it says, after the whole season with practically no storylines, whoever you are, I highly disagree on that for sure. And then it says, parentheses, and even worse, reunion that hasn't even been aired yet. I think it looks great. So Source, I'm not agreeing with you. And then it continues by saying execs seem to be scrambling with the Salt Lake City Housewives. None of the women have received deals for the fourth season, which would have been filming this month and now has been pushed to, quote, probably February, unquote, with no specific date. And one producer claims that Lisa Barlow is the only one who's safe, but she's very difficult to cast around. It seems like major casting shakeup or a Dallas style. No plans to bring it back. Now, let me see. I don't know if I agree with that. I really don't. I think this person potentially could be... Uh, wanting some likes or something. I don't know. I could be completely wrong, but I don't see that happening. I personally think it was a super strong season. I think it was keeping so, um just Housewives listeners and watchers, watchers, viewers, come on, Kim. I think that they kept on wanting to come back, even though a lot of people were talking about it like, oh, what the fuck? This is terrible. Guess what? Yin's guys were still talking about it, right? So isn't that the purpose of a show is to watch it even if you love it or hate it, you talk about it, you're still giving them ratings. So I don't think that this particular thing that I am reading, I don't know how accurate it is. It is not accurate in my heart because that is not what I want. Now, Let's go to another piece of news. If you guys haven't seen it, the trailer for Vanderpump Rules. Holy shit. We see Raquel kissing Tom Sandoval. Oh, fuck. Not Tom Sandoval. See, Tom Schwartz is so forgettable to me. We see her kissing Tom Schwartz. What the hell? I need to know what is happening. February 8th, people. February 8th. Keep that in your calendars. Let's see what day it is. February 8th is a Wednesday. I'm assuming it's probably going to take... Salt Lake City spot, but probably not. They're going to push it back to nine because the Love Without Borders, I believe, will be done. Uh, yeah, that show is not exciting for me. For those who are enjoying it, I'm happy for you. Now, other thing, other thing. That's important news. Ooh, Brandy, uh, Brandy Glanville was on Watch What Happens Live, if you've seen it. And uh, <laughs> Andy was like, who was the rudest person to you at BravoCon? And she says... Craig Conover, because he's like famous. Thank you, Brandy Glanville. Thank you. Bringing up the fact that Craigie, our Craigie Craigie, is getting too big for his britches. You know, he's like up his own asshole. So, that's crazy. And guess what? Brandy will put you in your place. She will put you on blast, and I appreciated that on Watch What Happens Live. Thank you. The other person that she said gave her the cold shoulder was Whitney Rose. She says, apparently, Whitney thought that Brandy was flirting with her husband. Relax, Whitney. Brandy, don't give a shit about your husband. She was probably just talking to him and you felt threatened. Okay. Whew. Now, continuing on with Southern Charm news, Catherine Dennis, bye bye, bitch. She is gone. She announced her exit. However, did she really announce her exit or was she fired? There are different talks on the streets. People are saying that she quit. She's saying that she quit, like, I'm done. And some people are like, Bravo was like, get out. You didn't go on the two cast trips. You're kind of a piece of shit to all your castmates. Bye. Will I miss her? Yeah. But she really hasn't brought anything to the table for the past couple seasons. I mean, let's face it. If Thomas Ravenel was in the picture, hell yeah, people would want to watch. And Caleb, I don't know where he's going, but, like, that was kind of in and out. It was a quick storyline. And then she vanished. So... She's not bringing her kids into the picture, which I think is a great idea for them. And, uh, you know, Thomas isn't, where is he? He's not even in Charleston anymore. So are we sad that she's gone? I kind of am, but realistically not because she hasn't been doing anything much on the show. Now the other thing, Shannon Buzua, honey, it was you. She announced or someone announced that her and her boyfriend of three and a half years, what was his name? John Jensen they have ended their relationship so I wonder if she did like that whole little exercise that she did with her ex-husband uh oh David duh so I wonder if she did that exercise with him where there was like the tombstones and like her name to question mark. So I don't know. Maybe she did and maybe that's why they broke up. Not really sure. But Shannon, I am thinking of you. I hope you're okay. Get together with your trace guys, and, uh, you know, hang out with your girlfriends. Go out with the gals. Have a good time. OC, when you're coming back, I hope it's more interesting. Yes. And the last piece of news Wow, this is a pretty long segment of What the Bravo. Alex McCord. Remember her? First uh, couple seasons of New York City. Yes. So this is by Instagram handle Bravo by Betches. Not bitches, but Betches. B-E-T-C-H-E-S. And it says, Alex McCord is ignoring Bravo's phone calls for the past 10 years until they offered her another trip to Morocco. So that was for the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls trip. I think it was what, season, season three? And uh, that's whenever Leah got kicked out. So I guess maybe she answered the phone. I don't think she went. I'm pretty sure she didn't go. So Alex McCord, where are you at? Real Housewives in New York City. Where are you at? Real Housewives uh, Legacy. Where are you at? I miss my New York bitches. Now let's uh, let's uh, segue into our other East Coast wives bitches, the Real Housewives of Potomac. And uh, guess what? As I said last time, Candace is carrying the group. But you know who else is? Mia. Mia is carrying her storyline. I would say those two storylines are the strongest. Giselle, there isn't a storyline except she's stirring the pot. Robin's storyline is she's getting married. Is she not getting married? The veil went away in Mexico. Okay, let's get on with it already. Karen, her boo popped out whenever they were hanging out. Cherise sent a thing, a uh, text message to all the women in a group chat. She's all pissed off about it, whatever. That's not that exciting to me. Uh, Wendy had the kidney stone. That's very sad, but I wouldn't say that's like a leading story. It's a a sub story plot, if you will. And then Ashley's divorce with Michael. Not that exciting. We already know her little thing with Luke ended, whatever. And uh, really, that's it. But let's talk about this episode. Yes, the main event here. So the gals are getting ready for Mexico for Ashley's 34th birthday. Man. She's younger than me. I feel old as book, even though I'm like probably a year and a half older than her. But whatever. No one's counting. So Ashley and Karen are planning it. They are the hostess with the mostesses. The hostesses with the mostesses. Yes, you like that? They're going to Mexico. Mexico. And uh, they're getting ready and whatnot. And then eventually we get a phone call with Giselle and Robin while Giselle is driving. And apparently, I did not know this. This was, I had to watch this episode again, even though I do it millions of times anyways. But I didn't catch this the first time. Apparently, Giselle has fibroids that she's been dealing with. And uh, she had to get a biopsy of this. And they were talking about potentially having a full-blown hysterectomy. And I guess they were keeping track of this for the past three years and, you know, she's having the surgery. But my question is, is she having the surgery for the fibroids to be removed? I don't know much about this. So is she having a full-blown hysterectomy or is she just having a surgery where they're taking out the fibroids? I'm not really sure. Did I miss something? I don't know, maybe. But that was a pretty serious conversation. So Giselle, I'm glad that you brought that to light. Because it is very important for women to get checked out from their uh, gynecologist once a year. So just saying PSA. Then we go to Sharice dropping the video of the the nip slip, if you will, from Karen Kern in the group chat. While they were going out and they're doing the dancing and shit. They were having a good time. So Sharice just wanted to post it and be like, haha girls, that's so funny. If Car- of course, Karen did not like it. And she's like, you should have sent that to me privately. But you know, Sharice didn't do that. It was kind of funny. Now, here's the real question. What is the beef between Charisse and Karen? Why do they really not like each other? Like, why? I don't understand it. Where did that come from? It was from many, many moons ago. That storyline is old. We need to move on. Let us move forward. OK. Oh, my God. So then we go to the Dixon household, talking about the wedding of just Robin, Juan and her kids, no one else. Her parents aren't even going like, what the fuck? That's not cool. But they're doing that. The tailor comes in, fitting for the boys, blah, 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 blah. Okay, quick little thing. Five minutes wasted. It wasn't that big of a deal. Cool. Even though I love looking at Juan. Yes. Now we go to Mia's house. This was interesting. This is a storyline here. Mia's talking business with her husband, Gordon, about the joint, about the new openings and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, her BFF, Jacqueline, is being brought up. So we learn that Jacqueline's sister is Mia's nanny for her kids. And I guess Mia is saying in her confessional that Jacqueline drops off her kids to Mia's house pretty much all the time, even though Mia did say, if you ever need them to be dropped off here, do it. But Mia is feeling that she is taking advantage of this benefit of the perk. So she's like, what the hell? I have work to do. There's all these kids here. Your sister is watching them. Now, that is a slippery slope. You know, because Jacqueline, her sister, is her sister, right? So blood and blood go together, right? Now, Mia and Jacqueline are sisters from another mister, let's say, and they've been close. And it's just a slippery slope to deal with if you were Jacqueline. And it's it's hard to maneuver your sister and uh, your best friend of forever. I would not want to be in the middle of that. So that's pretty intense. Mia is not happy with it and the one thing that I found really like come on Mia what is your uh primary is whenever she was telling Gordon you have to go to our son's event because I'm not going to be there and he's like well I'll be there in the car and she's like no 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 this is a big deal because you have to be there and I have to be there for Ashley's birthday no you don't hello what happened to family first I mean girlfriends yes but uh you know, family's number one. Am I am I right here, people? Am I missing something? Did I get off the wrong boat here? So that was weird. I don't know if I, I mean I definitely didn't agree with that. It was highly odd. But then we're going to Mexico. Woohoo! Ashley, Wendy, and Karen get there first before all the gals. And um Wendy was like, Hey, yeah. I think I'll drink a little bit because I'm still getting over the surgery that I had. So I don't know. But then we see the plane drama happen or at least being spoken about from Giselle. And it is as follows. Basically, Giselle was saying that Jacqueline and Mia were having this huge brawl with words because apparently they were talking about mothering their children and then Jacqueline says something like, well, it takes a village to raise your children. And Mia, you wouldn't know anything about that. Ooh. And then Mia's like, what the fuck, bitch? You're wrong. Da, da 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 You suck. Blah, 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 blah. Then we find out, obviously, she's getting triggered from that comment because Mia didn't have family around her when she was younger. And Jacqueline knows that. So she thought it was a super low blow to say that. I would agree. But then Mia threw back a low blow as well at the dinner table and we will get there. Ooh, it was so good. It was so good. And then all this happens. So the girls are involved and they're like, what happened? What happened? There's crying involved. Mia is saying, you bitch, you bitch. Da, da, da. And then all that shit. It's great television. Yas. Great storyline. So all the girls are going back to the hotel or are arriving there, except for Karen, Ashley, and Wendy, because they got there already. Ashley is setting up little gifts. She's giving them some vibrators because some of them, uh, some of the women don't have any. Guess what? As Leah would say, Leah McSweeney, the vibrator is in the kitchen. No, she didn't say kitchen. (laughs) She said the vibrator is in the chicken. Do we remember that? Great episode. So all the gals are getting a vibrator. Kudos to y'all. yins. Okay. But then in the car, Candice was like, now, do you guys look at your vaginas? Should we do that this weekend? I think it's like really a good idea to know what's going on down there. And I want to do that because, you know, before I get the embryo inserted, you know, all that kind of stuff with the IVF, like, I feel like I need to know what it looks like before having a kid. So she's like all into it. And then some people are like, what the hell? She's giving off Mia vibes. Like, what is this? So... Candace is definitely channeling the Mia and Jacqueline vibe. So to each their own girl. Great. So now they're arriving. They're not going straight to their beds. (laughs) That sounded weird. They're not going straight to their rooms. Karen's like, we have a surprise. So they go to an event room and Karen set up this nice little, it's little, not crazy, happy birthday little thing where there was a cake and all this kind of cute stuff for Ashley. That was really nice. Didn't have to be over the top. You're just recognizing the birthday girl. And she's like, you want to do it as soon as possible and not later. I tend to agree with you, Karen, especially if it's a group. So that was really nice. I love seeing that. Now, furthermore, after that happened, they're all sitting at the table eating their cake. Yummy, yummy, yummy. It looked good, by the way. Yes. I'm a girl that loves cake. I'm a girl that loves all sweets, so I'm just saying. Y'all want to send me some? Sure. Or at least tell me some really good bakeries like anywhere so I can go travel and go, uh, you know, try some stuff. Now, when they're sitting there, the whole Jacqueline and Mia thing come up. And then, this is when Jacqueline goes after Mia. And they're fighting in front of everyone. Oh, my God. Jacqueline says that Mia needs more dick, Oh, my God. And then Candace was like, what? Who, who's talking about dick? Like, what is this? What is this? And I'm like, this came out of nowhere. What is happening? So Jacqueline's saying that. And then, oh, my God, I swear to you, I thought NeNe Leakes was back on the show. And it wasn't even her city. But I I was like, oh, my God, she's making an appearance. This is awesome. Then Mia says, close your legs to married men. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She doesn't say the exact quote that Nene said, but she says, keep your legs closed to married men. Oh, my God. She had to have watched uh, Atlanta. She had to have. Like, why did she spit it out so immediately? Oh, my God. It was so good. (sighs) You know, Nene is so iconic. She's still in The Housewives when she's not in The Housewives. You know what I'm saying? That was amazing. And then we were all like, what? Jacqueline says, I can't believe you're saying that about me and Gordon. I would never do that to you. And then plot twist. The girls are like, what? She never said Gordon. Oh, my God. So because of that, my mind goes to why were you saying Gordon? Was this really a thing? Like you could have said Tom, Dick or Harry. But why Gordon? It makes me feel like, could this be true? Could this be a thing? There's a reason why she said Gordon, and I want to know why. Just like the whole Heather and Black Eye thing. I need to know these answers. That's crazy to me. Now, it's crazy because Mia gets on her confessional, and she's basically saying that Jacqueline is almost looking for, quote unquote, an open checkbook from her and Gordon. (sighs) Could that be true? I don't know. I don't know. Jacqueline says that she makes her own coin. I'm curious as to what does she do? Not to be an asshole, but I'm, I'm just really curious. Like, what do you do? I'm curious. Surprise number two comes from Kurt. What is it? It's a good old shaman like they used in Dubai where what's her name? Caroline Brooks was like, what the fuck is this? And she like couldn't take the like incense and shit. I don't know if I'd be able to do it either, but they're doing a shaman. And uh, Candace is then throwing shade at Ashley's big-ass forehead, which is kind of funny. And even Ashley said on uh, Andy's show, like, I just take it. It's not that big of a thing. It's kind of funny. So I do appreciate that Candace is still bringing up the shade. So that was a good weekly shade moment, right? And uh, she really knows how to do it. So bravo, Candace. Keep it up because not today, Satan neck, ankles. We need more of it. Woo! But I also like the fact Giselle is shading Ashley in her confessional by basically saying, and you have Ashley here, you know, with the woo-woo and the Birkenstocks. Oh, my God. Yes, I loved it. I loved it. I thought that was great. Thank you for that. Then we get to Karen in the Cherise business. Karen goes to her confessional and she throws some shade, too. And she's basically saying, like, Sharice, she's like a Lucky Charms leprechaun. She's trying to look for some food. She's trying to look for some friends. Like, what the fuck, lady? That was funny. I don't really understand the whole leprechaun uh, comparison, but uh, I personally like the woo-woo and the Birkenstock, so thank you, Giselle. But I did also appreciate... We see Robin going out on her balcony. Karen got her this nice little bride-to-be veil. She has it on when she's going outside. It's a little windy. And the wind was basically saying, give me that veil, okay? Give me that veil, bitch. And then (laughs) as it... Like, goes away. Robin's in her thing and she's like, oh my God, is this a sign? Robin, we're all wondering that too. Is it a sign? We've been waiting for this for 10 years. Is this a sign that you guys should not be doing this? I don't know, but I thought it was great. The wind wanted some action and the wind got it. So, there's that. Then we get to the dinner. Of course, it's the first night. You know, always things happen at the dinners all the time. That's why these housewife shows are housewife shows. And it's great. First night dinner. Sharice arrives. Karen makes the space like, oh, my God, basically. And uh, they're talking a little bit about the divorce with uh, Ashley. And uh, what else? What else? What else? I don't remember anything. Oh, Robin losing her uh, her veil. Then eventually it gets to the vagina comment by uh, Candace. And she brings it up and she's like, I just need to know what it looks like before I have a baby. Like, I think that's healthy. We should all do it. It'll be a bonding experience. I'm not going to join that experience, but you do you, Candice. Giselle is then starting to stir the pot about the nip slip video with Sharice and Karen when they were having a good old time dancing and getting crunk. Remember that? Back in the day, people said crunk now getting lit, if you will. What do they say now? I have no idea. But uh, back in the day, in my 20s, okay, that's what they were saying. Or shit-faced, basically. (laughs) Um, So yes, Giselle is bringing that up. And uh, Karen was like, you know what, Sharice, basically, it would have been nice if you would have sent that to me separately. And then I would be like, oh, this is funny. And then we could have started repairing our friendship. But you sent it to everyone in the group text. Like, Fuck you. She didn't say that, but you know what I'm saying. And then after that, disagreements were coming up. Sharice was saying, what did you do when my father passed away? Karen's like, I texted you. That wasn't enough for Sharice, apparently. I don't know. And then Karen's mom got brought up. And then Karen, that was a trigger. Don't you ever bring up my mother. And then Sharice is like, wait, what? I'm so confused. I didn't even say, don't you ever do that. And then it's crazy. The the episode ends where basically it looks like Karen and Sharice are going to go at it. Really, Karen's going to go after Sharice. And Sharice is like, what the hell? They're all standing up. Ashley's eyes were like, holy shit. That's how it ended. But I do af- appreciate the fact that Giselle gets on her confessional. And she says, whose man did Sharice have sex with? Dot, dot, dot. Was it one of yours, Karen? Oh, gate closed. Boom. Damn. That was good. It was good. To be continued, obviously. It was intense, right? A lot of good shade there. I would say the best shade for me was the woo-woo and Birkenstocks. Yes. I'm not making fun of Birkenstocks because I know that my mom has a shit ton of them. She's like a huge crocker. That sounds kind of funny. You know how they have Swifters like for Taylor Swift? Crocs fans? I They could be called crockers. I don't know, but they should be if they're not. I should trademark that and get all of the profits. Now, obviously, the uh, dueling divas here, Jacqueline and Mia. But does that really count? Because Jacqueline's not a housewife. I'll count it anyways. And then we have Sharice and Karen. Who will win? Obviously, I feel like Jacqueline and Mia will make up. They're making it juicy for the film of what we're watching. Thank you. Yas. Yes. But uh Sharice and Karen, honestly, I don't really care about that dueling diva part, if you will. I'm just not that interested. I'm over it. That was years ago. This is 2023. Let's get over it and let's have a new duel here. What would be really interesting if there was a duel between Robin and Giselle? No one would expect it. That shit would go off the roof. The ratings would be crazy amazing, I think. Would I want that to happen? Of course not, because they are my two faves. Love them both thank you. But that would be interesting. So yeah, that's basically my rant for today of my beautiful housewives of Potomac bitches. Love them dearly. I am so, so anxious for Salt Lake City. I cannot wait. The one thing that I was confused about last night is whenever Heather was with Lisa and was saying, I think this is a theory. This is obviously paraphrasing, so don't quote me or come after me or any of that shit. She was saying what I understood. The theory was maybe Sharif found something within those documents of people saying all this shit, or maybe he knew he found out eventually, maybe, and maybe he said to her, you know what, you got to take the, you got to take the six and a half years, I'll watch the kids. And then Heather was like, not only is it devastating for her to go to jail, but her relationship then, like, what does that even say? I was a little confused by that. Is that what she meant? I don't know, but I want to know. Oh, my God. I had to rewind the episode multiple times because one, I was like, this is so good. And two, I was so confused and I wanted to get it in my head. Oh, my God. Salt Lake City, you are bringing it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am looking forward to Vanderpump Rules. Past couple seasons were shit. They weren't exciting to me. When they had the Max guy and that other dude and the Dana chick, that's whenever it was falling. It was not good. But now, since the whole divorce with Katie and Tom and the whole Raquel and Tom, like, what the fuck? That's crazy. And then James meeting this new girlfriend. Apparently, it's his love of his life like Raquel was. It's getting back to the old school Vanderpump. Obviously, minus Kristen, crazy ass Kristen, Stassi, the narcissist, and uh, Jax, who's also the narcissist, number one guy in the group, and uh, all-time lovely gal, Brittany. So it's getting back to the old, old school Vanderpump. I'm appreciative of that. I'm excited. February 8th. And I forget, Housewives of Jersey. Is starting to I forget the uh, day I think it's in February I think it is so because we did see the trailer and it was phenom uh, but yes really good stuff coming up in February Vanderpump I'm pretty sure uh Housewives of New Jersey I'm loving family karma it's really good I love love seeing the relationship between Amrit and Vishal it is so good I love it so much I love seeing Brian being Brian and his parents. Like, I would just love to hang out with all of them. Brian's family. They're my favorite. I love them. I love his mother. She is like unfiltered, amazing. But you know what? So is Anisha's mom you know what? I just love all of them. I love the show. It's so, so good. If you guys haven't been watching it, you have to. It is hilarious. That show makes you feel good. Is there drama in it? Yes, there is. Not like Housewives, clearly. Not like Southern Charm. Not like Summer House. Not like any of those shows. But there's like drama that you can enjoy. But like these people on this show are so good. They're so funny. I just love them. Check out Family Karma every Sunday after Potomac. Wow, look at me. I'm plugging the show. You're welcome, Bravo. Yes. So, Yin's guys, thank you so much for listening. Again, I appreciate Yin's guys week after week. If you haven't subscribed to the show, please do that one little click for me. That means so much to me. It really, really does. It makes me feel like Yin's guys are enjoying the show, right? And please give like a comment after you subscribe Let me know if you love the show, even if you hate it. If you hate it, what the hell? No, I'm just kidding. But I would really love to hear from Yin's guys. Definitely spread the word about the show. I want it to go out there to as many Bravo lovers as we have in this world. And obviously, there's a lot. So spread the word. Talk it up. Subscribe to your bitch. me, And uh, thank Yin's guys so much again for listening. Make sure to follow me on the Instagram at Bravo Yins are spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And definitely follow us at Believe Network and at Believe Lifestyle. That is Believe, B-L-E-A-V. And yins, guys, have an amazing weekend. And until next time, catch yins, guys, later.